Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another special bonus episode of the CFA Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are live from the VIP lounge of the TCL Chinese Theater as the official podcast partner for the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival. I am one of your hosts here on this side of the couch, Indiana Underhill, co-founder of CFA and a cinematographer, and we have an actor on this side, Haley Royal, who's also the co-founder of CFA. Sitting with me today are two very talented filmmakers from Ride Baby Ride. That is Sophie Somaroff. Yeah. Did I nail it? You got it. Did we get it? (laughs) Writer, director, and producer. And we have Selena Bernstein. Did I get that one? Yeah. Great. Actor and producer. Very, very cool that we have that hyphenate actor producer yeah. love that is that not one that. you see very often? we haven't not. seen a lot we've seen like a, a writer actor producer writer director but never someone who was like oh i want to help make this yeah and also be in it but it's not something you wrote yeah yeah i think it's interesting sophie and i have collaborated a lot over cool. the years and um i've always i think had kind of an unofficial creative producer role in the mm-hmm. sense that i always would watch cuts and give notes and Gets read a the lot script. Of late night phone calls. Oh yeah. I <laughs> bet. <laughs> <laughs> but this is my first time also taking on the kind of logistical more practical side of producing as well for one of our projects. Great. Yeah. Now, before we dive into all of this stuff, what yeah. is Ride Baby Ride about? It is about a young mechanic played by Selena who is buying a 1978 Camaro from some super skeevy car guys (laughs) um and yeah once she's hard at work fixing it up uh she has to fight a lecherous demon living inside of it yes wow this sounds really (laughs) fun this is one thing after another this car will not let you just drive no no there's definitely no driving (laughs) (laughs) wow and so for the so you've teamed up together before you've worked together um the decision to come on as a producer was just because you're like, I think it's time. Like, I just love doing this. Or was it more like, let's work together in a new capacity? So officially? I think it came about primarily, I think the official nature of it happened because I did in another film with a close friend of ours that I also produced and acted in. And that one, um, it was really by necessity just of the scale of the project. We didn't have the ability to bring on a more experienced producer. So I was just like, okay, let me figure out all these things like production insurance and other things like that. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then Sophie came to me once she wrote the script for Ride Baby Ride and officially asked me to produce. Um, and I think it just, I, there was no reason for me not to because I'd had such a good experience doing it already. And because I was already kind of doing the creative part of producing previously, it felt a, just like a natural progression of our relationship. Absolutely. And Sophie, for you, um, what are the things that you look for in the producers for your projects? It's, yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I think for me, it, I really just want to have partners who I love being around. And Selena and I are very old, close friends. And this is our fifth film together. Wow. The fourth that Selena starred in. But, That's um, so cool, by the way. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. What <laughs> Selena didn't mention is she's like super talented across like all facets of mm-hmm. production. We yeah. became friends because we were doing costumes together. And in my first film, Selena production designed and costume designed wow. it. And like, 
built all the sets and created all the costumes. So like it's the super world building yeah. <laughs> at all aspects yeah. of filmmaking and it just made sense, like, on our last, you know, I mean, I just will always call Selena for creative advice and always, like, is one of the first people, if not the first person I would share a script with. Um, and it just made sense to be like, we are going to build this production together and create it together. And then we had another amazing producer named Sam Fox, who is an amazingly talented filmmaker in her own right. And I met her on the festival circuit last year. And we just like got along while stranded in an airport in Ohio because Spirit Airlines was not bringing people together. They could do better. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it was just like, we found that we have this creative alignment while also I think bringing kind of different perspectives to the table and it just was a really really nice process to go through it all together let's talk about um physical production so practical locations is that the kind of locations you were working on or did you build a lot of them out yeah oh go ahead (laughs) we shot entirely on a um a location called the Tranquility Canyon Ranch. Okay. Amazing. They are so good, and you may have actually seen them in. They're featured in a lot of photo shoots because mm-hmm. they. So the floor of the location is this incredible checkered, um, black and white floor, and it's just so visually striking that it felt like the perfect backdrop to kind of this heightened story, mm-hmm. um, and. The other big key location challenge was the car, because the car is such a character in this movie. Mm -hmm. Finding the right one was essential to telling this story, and we... We did. Yeah. (laughs) We found a crazy, amazing 1978 Camaro, and... With holes uh, in the floor and everything. It's, like, fully rusted through the bottom, like, you know, windows that you, like, have to, like lift up yeah. into the <laughs> window cranks that fall off and so we just we did a previs of the car and you know really I then wrote rewrote the script after we did that just to like figure out what all the beats were once we actually knew what the car was that we were dealing with but Got that it. was a huge huge part of it and the 1978 Camaro obviously is a character um you also talk about anthropomorphizing an inanimate object which is the demon yeah um from an actor standpoint um what was it like to work with an inanimate object as a scene partner? Um, a little bit painful. I did get <laughs> bruised all over my uh-huh. body. Wait, what was it made Wait, out of? Why? Why well, did you end up with injuries? Well, once you're tied up by the seat belts, can't really move. That oh it happens. Nothing yeah. serious, luckily. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it it was really interesting because we did a lot of the effects uh, practically, so. I really did feel like I was interacting with the car. For example, there's a beat where um, the seat belt gets wrapped around my arm and like pulls it mm-hmm. in a direction. And we tried a bunch of different methods in order to get that. But the one that ended up working best was literally someone taking the seat belt and lassoing it around my hand and pulling it. And so it, it really did feel very tangible, everything that we were doing with the car. And I think that made the interaction with it feel very natural yeah Mm. wow that's so fun (laughs) yeah you can maybe actually convince yourself that this car is terrifying yes yeah luckily luckily didn't come and attack me (laughs) afterwards but (laughs) did you have any residual dreams though 
No, I didn't actually, but maybe I will tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bringing it all up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had to relive it. it. Yeah. It screened last night, so I think it's very much very reliving recent. It. Yeah. <laughs> and Sophie, for we love to ask kind of like some practical questions as well. When you're on set and you call cut, who's the first person you go to? Is it crew side on like DP or production design to make sure they're happy with or they look good, or is it talent? I think. I, the first person I would always go to would be Selena. Um, and I mean, you know, obviously some takes, it's like you, if there's a technical thing to address right mm-hmm. away, like, you know, we were, we worked with an amazing DP, uh, Gemma Dahl Grossman, like she, who I, who went to AFI with me oh my was God, the year amazing. above me. Amazing. Yeah. Is an incredible. She, she's, she's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, there were definitely times where I would go to her first, but I think part of just with Selena being, you know, lead producer on it with yeah. me, it was like, we, I just, you know, always wanted to make sure that as we were going through it and uh, when we were going through it fast that, you know, we were both feeling really, really good about mm-hmm. every step of that process. Wow. Um, and, you know, because Selena's like such an amazing creative voice to have in the room, you know, I would be like, okay, this is sort of how it felt or this is what playback was like, how, you know, how do we feel about it? And, yeah. You know. What is the biggest piece of advice that you would have, uh, Selena, for actors wanting to produce and vice versa? Um, I think... So I came from it, at it from very much an actor's first perspective, and for a long time, I do some writing as well, not on this project, but just independently. Um, for a long time, I think I was incredibly resistant to the idea of like doing your own work. Everyone's always like, oh, you got to do your own work as an actor. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to write. I don't want to do all of that. And I... I feel like I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. And, <laughs> <Might> and, <as> <laughs> well. <laughs> and I, I think that it's, it's just about realizing that it's not a limiting factor. You're not being told that you need to produce your own work because people don't want to see you succeed in other ways as an actor. People are telling you that because it actually gives you the opportunity to take on roles and projects that you are actually creatively invested in and care about and I think um, I think it's actually an incredible opportunity that actors are able to do that now and take back some of that agency. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Selena Bernstein says go for it. <laughs> do <Yeah>. it! <laughs> awesome. Well we have to wrap things up unfortunately. However uh, Ride Baby Ride can be seen on bitpixtv.com. It did screen last night so you missed it at the physical festival but that doesn't mean you can't catch it on the virtual fest. Um, thank you so much for joining us and, uh, and we can't wait to have you back on next time. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Thanks, Thanks for everyone. Us. Bye! Bye. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon, and First Mile Tech. As a special gift to you listeners, we partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org slash insurance.
If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks.